0: yo 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 welcome back knowledge with homage episode number i don't even know what number we're on but it's the 24th of march 2022 great to have you here thanks for tuning in i hope everyone's doing well out there staying sane through these very insane times a lot of uncertainty a lot of things going on in the world a lot of people fearful of uh, what this conflict in Ukraine means for the rest of the world, um, for the economy and so forth. I'm definitely feeling it in my business. People are scared to send uh, spend money because I'm in sales. I sell RVs and trailers at the moment. It's pretty cool. meet a lot of nice people and stuff. Meet meet some not nice people too, but that's just life. Um, let me get my levels right here. Uh, but it seems like you know, just with everything that the news is propagating and uh, the the constant fear, the possibility of World War III, it's got people scared to spend money, and rightfully so. But we'll get into that more later. What's new with me, you ask? Well, I finally did it. I finally did it. I bought a motorcycle. It's pretty sweet. I'm having way too much fun on it. I should have done it a long time ago, but I was always a little nervous. I didn't want to die on a motorcycle. Uh one time I was hanging out at this park in Reno and uh, I was hanging out with this chick. It was a good time and uh all of a sudden I hear this loud bang and then this guy screaming and uh this guy on a Harley had just got hit by a truck and uh his foot was his foot fell off. It was fucking crazy. The whole bottom of his foot fell off. He was wearing Converse, like those high-top, the Chuck Taylors. They were black Converse. And, uh, yeah, the whole bottom, uh, the gum part of it, the bottom of the shoe fell off, and so did his foot. It was crazy, and he was screaming, and it was really graphic. So, ever since then, I've been a little skeptical of motorcycles, and I was before then. Uh, But... Then I went to Asia and everyone's cruising around on motorcycles out there. They'll put like five people on one motorcycle or like uh, a thousand eggs. And I saw one guy riding around with a goat tied around his waist. And it's amazing what they do with these little scooters and motorcycles out there. And I started riding them a lot more when I was uh, traveling around there because that's what you do. You just rent a little bike and it's fucking awesome. Super fun. Super fun. Uh, so that made me get more into it and I've always been thinking about it and I was like looking for the right bike cause I want something that'll go, uh, on road, but also off road like a, it's called a dual sport or an adventure bike. So I finally found a really good one. Uh, and they're, they're cheap too. It's cool. They're uh, really popular in India and that part of the world. So it's nice it, you know, it doesn't go too fast. I don't want anything that would go too fast cause because I would go too fast. That's just how I am. I'd be going 150 everywhere and I would fucking hit a mountain lion and fly off and die. So I didn't want that and want it to be too fast. But it goes fast enough. I can cruise on the freeway. Uh, the bike is a Royal Enfield Himalayan. It's fucking sweet, dude. Super fun. I've been taking it all over the hills. Um, Still don't have a motorcycle license, but whatever. I know how to ride. Just don't get pulled over. Um... So, yeah, I got a motorcycle. It's hella fun, 75 miles to the gallon, so saving money. Or am I just spending it? Because now that I got it, I want to fucking customize it. There's all these sweet accessories. I want to make it cooler. So, anyway. Uh, But yesterday, as I was riding, I look up into the sky. And it, it wasn't just yesterday. It's been like this. Well, it's always like this, almost. Not every day, but a lot of the time. Just all these chemtrails, man. It's like we can't get a nice day, and it's just—it's so annoying. Uh, it, like there was <laughs> like six of them leveled on top of each other, and it was like you watch—you're watching them do it in real time. The plane flies by, and then his buddy flies by, and then another guy, and another guy, all within like ten minutes. And you could tell it's so intentional, like it's an operation, and that they're—they have a fucking a plan of what they're doing and adding to the clouds and adding to this one chemtrail and coming through and like, you know, they'll, they'll just let out this little shit of a chemtrail, just flip the switch real quick and then uh, turn it off. So it'll just be like turn into a little cloud. And then another guy will come by a couple minutes later and turn his switch on right next to it. So they kind of morph together and, and create a cloud and uh, that's like their precision way of doing it. And then they have days where they just come through and just destroy the whole sky. They must have a fleet of, I don't know if it's drones or actual pilots. It might be a mixture of both. If I was them, I would use drones so less people to talk and stuff. And they could probably program it in such a way where, you know, you get them to automatically do all this. If they can blow a dude off of the earth from like five miles into the sky... Five miles in the sky, then, you know, chemtrails are probably pretty easy. Anyway, so I'm just looking at these things and it's, you know, I I got this job and I'll talk to people at work about it and try to mention it. You're kind of like prodding and seeing what their mind is open to and uh, people just don't get it, you know, and I've known this for a long time and the chemtrail thing is just will never cease to blow my mind because it's right in front of your face and you can see it happening almost every day, at least where I am here in Nevada and the high desert. I think my proximity to the Sierra Nevada mountains make it. So, uh, it's some special location for these type of geoengineering operations, uh, because of the change in the geographic terrain and stuff go from big mountains to the desert. And there's a, there's a change in the winds and the temperature and all that. So I think it's a special location, and that's why we get it extra hard. Or maybe they're just experimenting on us, because it's not just about controlling the weather. It's about testing out biological diseases, the nanotechnology, the Morgellons type of stuff, and all kinds of stuff. It's It's just amazing. And it got me thinking, you know, you could see these things right in front of your face, and nobody thinks twice about it. And it's so obvious that they're spraying shit on us. From fucking airplanes, it's it's astonishing, and yet you have something like the coronavirus and COVID, where it's this invisible virus, virtually indistinguishable from the common cold, and all the numbers prove that, and it's really not that dangerous. And yet you have people changing their entire lives, shutting down their businesses, and wearing masks, two masks, three masks, four masks getting vaccines and boosters and just all of this crazy stuff cutting off ties with people not seeing anyone locking themselves inside their homes and uh and it was it just for nothing and yet at the same time you know you have this actual all out assault on on the people perpetrated by the government and um you know the military and I'm sure there's other groups involved as well, but it it definitely can't be done without the approval of some part of the government, the military, whatever, or else they'd shoot them down or whatever. Like, dude, you can't even fucking think about this. If the government's not involved in the chemtrails, it's just ridiculous to think they aren't because you can't even build a shed in your backyard without government approval. I don't even think you can paint your shed if you already have it without getting like a permit from the government. You think you could just fly around and fucking spray shit all over the world and and not have to get the okay from someone? It's just ridiculous. And I I it's the same thing with people like Elon Musk who um are kind of the face of these these military operations like the SpaceX thing which is it's clearly a military operation um part of the space fence and yeah just some other shit from what the, it's not just about the internet it's about a lot more and he's also doing the thing um where he's digging the tunnels for his hyperloop project where it's um these underground trains and stuff underground bullet trains and like people think this guy is just some some dude who just popped up and got really lucky and worked really hard and became successful with business and now he could just do whatever he wants. And it's it's just not how it works. You have to be involved with these government agencies in order to do this. You can't just dig a giant tunnel under Las Vegas and like like across Nevada to California without having government approval and like having them actually run the operation. It's just impossible. I mean, think about all of the the permits and all of the red tape you have to go through just to build a house. And, um, so, so they put people like Elon Musk out there to be the face of these, these CIA military fucking projects, whatever they are. Um, but they need to sell them to the public because at the end of the day, they're using your money to do it. They're stealing your money through taxation to do all these projects. And, uh, they try to sell them to you as being beneficial to you. And they use these figures like Elon Musk to to make them seem all cool. And, uh, you know, they'll put them on Joe Rogan and have him smoke weed and shit and talk about the future. Make him seem like some cool, relatable dude. Uh, and maybe he is, personally. But there's a whole machine behind him that has projected him to stardom and is using him as the figurehead for these larger operations that um are controlled by a, a much more powerful group than these than these billionaires who they parade in front of us so um and just another example of of how you can't do shit without the government fucking signing off on it uh i just sold the trailer to this guy named doyle and he's from greenville california it's this small little mountain town and uh his entire town burnt down in like an hour this was during the Dixie Fire last year. So uh, his house burnt down in early August, I think, is when the Dixie Fire started. And that was like the one of the biggest fires in history. It was absolutely devastating. And I believe, just like the Paradise Fire, that it involved some sort of arson, whether it was directed energy weapons or fucking just people lighting the forest on fire themselves or dropping stuff from airplanes. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, space-based lasers, I don't fucking know. All I know is these fires are out of control, and the chemtrails only serve to enhance the fires. They're spraying all this shit, killing the trees. There's like millions and millions of dead trees. If you drive across California, the Sierra Nevadas, fucking almost all the trees are dead. So obviously they're going to catch on fire, and it's just like an accident waiting to happen. And you can thank your government for that because they're fucking causing all this pollution and shit spraying all this stuff and giving these trees diseases and stuff. Um but anyway, this guy's home burnt down and he's like been waiting all this time to get back onto it, but he's got to jump through all these like government fucking regulations to do it. So he can't even go onto his own property. He can't even like bring his trailer there until they um like, cut down a couple trees, and then his well has to be so far away from his fence, and, like, just all these nonsensical things, and he has to pay all of this money, and they just make things way more difficult than they have to be. And um it sucks, you know, for for people like this, they live in these small communities with, like, a thousand, two thousand people up in the mountains, and it really seems like they're just trying to get rid of these people, and that's what the fires are all about, is getting rid... Of these mountain people. Because it is a certain demographic that lives there. They're mostly conservative people. Mostly people who don't like the government. Trying to do their own thing. A lot of weed getting grown in the mountains too. So there's that. A lot of people not paying taxes on that shit. They could talk about... um, I don't know. I guess there's some railway that they want to build up there or something. I don't know. All I know is it's just crazy times. Man, I went off on a tangent there. Let's listen to some music. How about that? Uh, what do we got here? How about some Poor Righteous Teachers? Word is Life.
1: Yo, turn the mic down a little. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm God and I'm living it, giving it all that I got. Shots lit and bit light as flip. I spike a pose, spike my mic with these flows. Am my nice? I suppose heaven knows I won't support the shit. Sisters has girls, call me bull bastard I feel I'm down blasted. Stamp on it, girl, I'm telling you. For truly strong, like a goddess in me. She wants my agony and nobody, See. I educate you through the teacher in me. There ain't no reefer in me. What's with your mouth liquor in the nigga? I touch the mic and universally breathe
0: New World Order is classic, classic album, explore it, do the knowledge, I think Wise Intelligent is uh, top five MC, he's up there, he's up there, I guess it depends what you're into, okay, Um. let's talk about Russia, let's talk about Ukraine, all that stuff, so it's a big deal, a lot's going on, that's for sure. Um, as I mentioned earlier, people are are scared, and uh, you can't blame them with everything the media is putting out there, uh, making it seem like the end of the world. Now they're kind of setting the stage for Russia to use chemical weapons against Ukraine. And it's funny, you know, because Russia came out <coughs> and exposed the fact that the United States had bioweapons labs in Ukraine. So so, <laughs> while the United States is accusing Russia of wanting to use chemical weapons against Ukraine, meanwhile, the United States is creating chemical weapons and bioweapons right on Russia's doorstep. And um, just to reiterate why Russia invaded Ukraine, and not to justify war in any way, it's completely barbaric and we should be beyond it now, but it it was not to be unexpected. Like, they said they would do this if Ukraine didn't follow the rules that were set out. So, Russia said, if Ukraine tries to join NATO, which is an alliance of countries who are basically all down for each other, and if one goes to war, everyone goes to war, and Russia's not in it, and Ukraine is Russia's neighbor, so... Russia doesn't want Ukraine to be in NATO because that will allow all these NATO countries to have this base right next to Russia to invade them from and to fuck them up. And Russia is – doesn't want that. They're, They're weary of that because historically Russia has been invaded multiple times and it's caused massive damage. The Nazis invaded Russia and fucked them up, man. Like I think the Russians lost more people than anyone in World War II. And uh, all of their, I don't know if all of their cities, but most of their major cities were completely destroyed. Cities like Stalingrad and, fuck, I don't know, I don't know a bunch of Russian cities. I know it was pretty fucked up, though. You could see photographs of it, and it was really long, bloody battles, and things were bad. So Russia has been invaded, and they do have the cause to not want that to happen again. And Ukraine didn't do what they said they would do. They went ahead and moved along to join NATO anyway. And Russia took that as an act of war and uh, as a violation of their agreement. So they invaded. And they fucking did that. But you have all this propaganda coming on from the news, which is all controlled by the CIA. It's just another branch of the government. And they're trying to make it seem like it's just Putin. Just Putin is just some crazy guy who fucking is out for world domination and he's just an evil person who loves killing babies and murdering innocent people and he just needs to be destroyed. And it's the same propaganda campaign that they waged against people like Saddam Hussein, uh, people like Gaddafi, and it's just any country who doesn't agree with the like New World Order plan, the banking system... Uh, all that type sh- type of shit, they just demonize them. But then again, if you step back and look at this from a larger picture, you'll begin to realize what this is really about, and Russia is just playing their part in this this greater thing. Because I, I believe Russia is controlled by the same people who really control the United States. And uh they were created by this the same group of people, like the the Bolshevik Revolution was funded by this fucking powerful Illuminati group, whatever you want to call them. um and it, it's just all this bigger grand scheme because these people plant things out decades ahead of time, centuries ahead of time, perhaps. And the reason they're able to accomplish their goals over such a long period of time, is because they're not confined to an individual lifetime. They're in these brotherhoods that, where if one dude dies, they got another guy they've been training to fucking pick up the reins and and carry on with the plan and carry on with the agenda. And that's how how they're able to manipulate society over centuries uh, through these secret brotherhoods and shit like that. So... Ukraine, I mean, Russia invades Ukraine because Ukraine went back on their deal and uh, they made moves to join NATO against the wishes of Ukraine, so that just against the wishes of Russia, so that justified Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, Russia went in there and they fucked shit up and they actually did it in a, in a pretty humane way in comparison to like when the United States invaded Iraq or Afghanistan or when we fucked up Syria, or Libya, or whatever, you know, um, all the Ukrainian people still had electricity. They still had cell phone service. And, uh, you know, if you really wanted to destroy people and do things, you know, just cause destruction and murder innocent people, why would you allow them to have electricity and and, uh, cell phone service? You know, these these civilian telecommunication systems are really easy to destroy. And Russia could have done that fucking instantly. They could have destroyed all that shit. The electrical grid, the fucking telecommunications, internet. All that shit could have been wiped out within five minutes, I'm sure, with, with uh, precision missile attacks and fucking an EMP, whatever. There's a lot of different ways to do it. And Russia has a super legit military and all the craziest technology, they could have done that if they wanted to, but they didn't, because they didn't want that type of invasion. Um, So they're pretty tactical with how they're going about stuff, Um, but of course the West is going to demonize them and make them look like crazy people, because they want a war. And then beyond this, you know, we're we're trained to have all this sympathy for Russia, and yeah, it does, I mean, for Ukraine— and it does suck. War just sucks, and it sucks that there's refugees. It sucks that there's innocent people dying. But we also have to look and see how much of this is being perpetrated by the Ukrainian government, because the Zelensky regime is incredibly corrupt. And on my last podcast, I mentioned uh, this guy. I think his name's Gonzalo or some shit. Uh, I I put a link to his YouTube channel, and I'll do it again because this guy's living in Kiev or in Kharkov, which is a Ukrainian town. And he's telling it how he is. He's a very well-educated guy, a well-spoken guy. He's educated at Dartmouth, I believe. So he's an Ivy League dude. And he understands geopolitics and and what's actually happening. And he's telling it how it is. And uh, what he's saying is, you have Zelensky, who is the president of Ukraine, and uh, his group of people that he has in power with him or who are really controlling him because he's just a puppet, they're incredibly corrupt. And Biden has all kinds of connections with Ukraine. Of course, his son famously was there and doing all kinds of crazy shit, Got like millions and millions of dollars from these ties to Ukraine. So it's a very corrupt country. And America is deeply involved over there. Um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so so these these reports when all these civilians are being killed you have to consider the possibility that maybe it was a Ukrainian false flag and that the Ukrainian government is killing their own citizens and blaming it on Russia to gain sympathy from the rest of the world and try to coax us into going there to to lend military support to Ukraine and to fucking create World War 3 basically. Because there's no way Ukraine can beat Russia. Russia won this war a long time ago. They fucking won this shit on the first day. And they could have devastated the whole country, blown everything up, but they don't want to do that. They they largely are going to leave the infrastructure intact. They don't want to kill the whole military. They'd rather capture them and, and all that. And then you had the creation of these non-militarized zones where it's like a free... Like a free path for refugees and stuff to just leave, to leave Ukraine, and uh, the reason why Russia has is doing that is because there's three ways to win a war. You can kill the army, kill the opposing side, you can capture them, or you can have them give up and like quit the army. And have them desert. Which is what they want them to do. So you have these non-militarized zones. Where you're guaranteed. Even if the person is of fighting age. They're not going to be fucked with. And the Russians are going to just let them go. So you have these people of fighting age. Who are like trying to bounce. And Ukraine doesn't like that. They want all their citizens and all their dudes to stay and fight. Um, But you got to put yourself in these these people's shoes, these people in the Ukrainian military, they got to be thinking to themselves like, fuck, man, we're not going to win this. There's no way we can win this. So to have the opportunity to desert and just say, fuck this, and kind of just sneak out and like go through one of these non-militarized zones and be good and not have to worry about being killed or captured or whatever, that's a smart move by the Russians. So, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's so much more to the story than what the news is trying to to put out there. I mean, obviously. Um, and it's a lot different than what you would think. So, in addition to all of this and just the lies about the invasion and what's actually taking place there, you have the response from the United States w- against Russia where we impose these sanctions against them. Now, sanctions don't do anything to to the richest people in Russia, the people who actually call the shots. It's not going to affect Putin. It's not going to affect the oligarchs. It's not going to affect any of them. All it's going to do is affect the regular people, people like you and I. It's going to make it harder for them to obtain just normal goods, normal commodities, and uh, make it, you know, impossible to do business with people in America. And it's but the fucked up part is it's going to affect us way worse. and I'm going to get into that after this song. Check it out.
2: Yeah. this is the power. Forgive me for my sins, bent on my knees, Lean to be heavenly cleansed said the Holy Ghost changed the ways and actions of men, when I stood I felt the same as if I just walked in, I was 12 at the time, hell nines, hell mine, a frail mind, criminal thoughts, well designed, and the older gods put me on, a high hide and rock this, maintain 360, Lord and live prosperous, this Jewel's priceless, keep your sight for righteous, bear in mind you some of your own won't like this, I'm mentally scarred, recuperating from a brazier, fooled by interpretations made from a traitor, it's in my nature, I was taught that's the first law. Obtained Food rolling in the shelter that I search for fire in my eyes is how to call core. What hurts more? The fact that we still dirt poor In hard times, false crimes out of honest man And most fiends to see the so-called promised land Son of man, knowledge wisdom and understand that it's time to take matters in our own hands The power of God I'm facing master's gun on the plantation. Seen songs from home, yet I'm still cased in. Because 9,000 miles is such a long way to swim. And many died trying to survive the next mile. Families was raped, enslaved, and exiled. I learned it as a child. Knowledge be the key to unlock your brain and set your mind. Stay free. It's true. The times come through. Children feel showing through The power of gods in you or remain a savage in pursuit of happiness, who lack true love and peace. Complete the package, the fact is Five out of hundred know the truth. The wisdom might blow the roof when shown and proved. The power of God in you. Show and brew. The power of
3: God in you.
2: Show and brew.
3: The power of God in you. Show and prove. The, the time
2: has come through. Chosen so you. My through the course of time, we were done. On the incline, built with one mind. Came a long way, but yeah, we still far behind. So uplift the mind, God, why the shine? I speak to the black, brown, and yellow seed, my fellow breed, all race, colors, and creed. Search for the knowledge, use science and math, and be queens and kings like the centuries past. The devil tried to fool my people, said we was equal, but I believe them. When my coat, you see freedom, you beat them with the positive thoughts, you don't need them. Leave them in the dirt, let the blood suckers
4: see 'em. see
2: The power of God today.
0: Back to deck, show improve. Another top five MC, criminally underrated member of Wu Tang. But they're all pretty sweet. Kind of a, a lot of competition there. Okay, so where was I? Um, the Russian sanctions. So, so the United States originally imposed sanctions against Russia in 2014. Um, I forget what it, what it was in response to. I think it was the invasion of Crimea, some other country by around there. Um, so we just it, they started making it harder to do business with Russia. Now sanctions are are fucked up. I got into this last time, um, but like I said before, all they do is make life harder for the average citizen, and they don't make America look good. They don't create resentment for Russia from the Russian people. It just makes Russian people hate America more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess the the justification that some politicians will use to try to make it seem like sanctions are good is they say, well, you know, if we make it so, we're we're punishing the Russian government by not allowing them to do business with us, and that's going to make the Russian people dislike the Russian government and uh, the, the Russian people are going to like overthrow the government or replace them with people who are more friendly with America. But it, it doesn't work like that. Of course it doesn't work like that. It just makes Russian people fucking hate Americans and American politicians. Um. So what they've done is they imposed all kinds of crazy new fucking sanctions against Russia. And... This is bad. This is really bad. Because what it's going to do is it's going to create hyperinflation. And we're already seeing inflation take place in this country. You you see it every time you go to the grocery store. You're seeing it with the price of houses, with the price of cars, used cars especially. The price of fucking bacon, um, food, steak. All this stuff, it's its just out of control. It's becoming really expensive just for normal day-to-day stuff that shouldn't cost so much. The price of housing, rent, all kinds of stuff. And part of that is just because our leaders have been so incompetent for the past fucking 50 years and just have been overspending. We've been operating at a deficit, so we're spending more than we're producing. We're... we're We have more outgoing money than we have coming in, so we're operating at a deficit. Um, But we also, well, you have the fact that like eighty percent of money in circulation was just created within the past two years since COVID, because Trump did all those things with the stimulus packages and shit like that. Obama did the same thing during the recession, so they just they print money out of thin air. It increases the supply of money. And it makes it so the dollar is worth less because there isn't a fixed supply of dollars. It's not like Bitcoin or something where the more people who own them, the more people who own it, the value of it goes up. The more dollars that are created, the less the dollar is worth. Now, the only reason why we've been able to maintain this high standard of living in the United States for so long is because the world is operating under the petrodollar. Now, what that is, is it means that in order for, let's say, Japan to get, to buy oil from Saudi Arabia, they have to pay Saudi Arabia in United States dollars, in USD. They have to pay them in dollars. So what that does is it makes the dollar strong. It makes the dollar a good store of value because you have to use dollars in order to buy oil. And that's what the petrodollar is. It's the only thing that is keeping the United States dollar from fucking being completely worthless. And to go to times like uh, in Germany after World War One, they had hyperinflation where you had to have a, a wheelbarrow full of fucking, I don't know, what do they use over there? Fucking German... Uh, I forget what the fuck their money is called over there, but <laughs> you used to have a, a you'd have to have a full wheelbarrow full of the their their money, the Deutschmarks or whatever, um to buy like a loaf of bread. And same things have happened in uh, I think in Venezuela and in uh different African countries. And the only reason why that hasn't happened in the United States is because pretty much all the countries of the world have to purchase their oil with dollars. So no matter, it it doesn't matter what currency they use in their own country. If they want to buy oil, they have to exchange their own currency for United States dollars first, and then use those dollars to purchase oil from whoever. And uh, Russia would operate on, on, on United States dollars. Well, what just happened after these sanctions were imposed by our stupid fucking leaders but it, it's not even that. It's not that they're stupid. Nobody is this stupid, especially once you get up to that position of power. This is all fucking intentional, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But the result of these sanctions that we imposed against Russia, which are supposed to you know, cripple Russia's economy and supposed to be this uh, catastrophic, devastating fucking move by us uh, Western countries against Russia— All they're going to do is strengthen Russia and fucking destroy ourselves. The reason why is because Russia is a huge exporter of oil, one of the biggest in the world. And we get a lot of our oil from Russia, and so does a lot of Europe, uh, England and Germany and, and countries like this. And these are all NATO countries. So Russia spent all this time accepting United States dollars For their oil and natural natural gas. And uh, a lot of these NATO countries, places like England and and Germany and whatever, bunch of fucking places over there in Europe, are dependent on Russian oil and natural gas. They need it for transportation and they need it to heat their homes. As well as industry and shit like that, I'm sure. But those are the two biggest things, you know, and that's for the average person. The average person... Probably needs to drive somewhere, even though a lot of I guess a lot of people don't have cars over there for but for buses and whatever the fuck, motorcycles, I don't know. People need to get around. Uh but more importantly, for heat to heat your home. Because if you can't heat your home in uh these these parts of the world where it gets really cold, you're gonna die. It's simple as that. So they're dependent on Russian oil and their natural gas. So it used to be that Russia would accept US dollars because we were all operating on the petrodollar. Well, now we imposed these sanctions against Russia and said that, you know, nobody in America can do business with Russia and none of our allies. So it's like a long list of countries that are just totally can't do business with Russia. And this did damage the ruble for a second. The ruble is the Russian standard of currency. Um... So the value of the ruble went way down after the United States announced these new sanctions against Russia. But now Russia's response was to say, Okay, well, we're only going to accept the ruble for our fucking oil and gas. And if you don't give us rubles, well, fuck you. You don't get our shit. You don't get our oil and gas. And, uh... Smart move by the Russians, you know, that was a fucking, they're not dumb. They're very logical and, and pragmatic. And um, now what this means is the United States dollars is, is no longer going to be the petrodollar. We're not going to have this fucking, this thing backing up the value of the dollar, which is the fact that all these countries have to use U.S. dollars to buy gas, Because you have this huge exporter of of these natural resources, Russia, who is only going to accept the ruble. They're only going to accept their own currency. And they provide a lot of shit to a lot of different countries. Now, with the price of gas going so outrageous and the price of oil Uh, increasing so much since this whole Russia-Ukraine thing, and as a result of the sanctions, that's why gas has gone up so much, Russia can still make the same amount of money that they were before without even doing business with Europe and, and America because the price of gas has gone up so much, the price of oil, that they'll still make the same amount of money by dealing with the countries that they are friendly with. Like countries uh, like China and different countries in uh, Southeast Asia and shit. So um, you have people in Europe who are kind of in a shitty position because they need that stuff. They need to heat their homes. They need oil. They need gas. So what are they going to do? Well, they're going to have to fork over some rubles. They're going to have to change some of their fucking euros in for rubles to buy the stuff from Russia. And what does this mean for us here in America? Well, it means that the U.S. dollar isn't worth shit. It never really was to begin with. You know, in the beginning, a super long time ago, when oil and gas weren't really important because we weren't an industrialized nation at that time, you had the dollar backed by gold. And because gold was like badass and it's always been fucking valuable. Well, now it's not backed by gold. It's not backed by fucking anything. It's just a piece of paper. It's, it's numbers typed into a computer. The only thing that was keeping the dollar afloat, you know, since like the 70s, was the fact that everybody used the dollar to buy oil and they had to. So everybody needed dollars. That's what kept America on top. Well, we just really fucked ourselves over. Or a dumbass politicians fucked us over because that's no longer the case. So things are going to get, things are going to change, man. Like we've had a really good in um, this country for a long time and it's awesome. You know, I love this country. I love the people, but you know, this is going to be a reality check for a lot of people because like inflation is coming. The dollar is not going to be worth shit but your job's not going to pay you more, you know what I'm saying? Like y- your wages aren't going to just go up to to account for this. You maybe you'll have to get a couple jobs. You know what I'm saying? And and then the price of commodities are going to go up too because the price to fucking buy all the ingredients for the for the your bread or your whatever, dude, the fertilizer to to grow the crops or or feed the cows or whatever, dude. The grain to feed the cows, everything is going to go up uh, for one reason being every everything requires requires um, oil for transportation, so the price of oil going up means the price of all these commodities are going to go up because everything's transported by truck. but on top of that, you just have the the dollar which has no backing there's nothing there there's nothing left to to show that it has any value it's just a piece of paper it always has been but now it's it really is you know and and um that is the the explanation like the fucking geopolitical i don't know economic explanation of why shit is going to hit the fan and things are things are going to get crazy dude like i don't know i don't want to be a an alarmist or whatever but like most people will probably be fine, but things are going to change. You know, we we do run the risk of um, running out of food, perhaps. You know, if people can't afford food, then shit can get ugly. Now, and we're at a point, too, in this country and just in our civilization as a whole where we no longer have these values that we once had that that kept society running smoothly with with some semblance of respect for one another and uh you know faith in a higher power and some spiritual guidelines that kept us act, acting decently towards one another we don't have that shit anymore dude people are so fucking self-centered and just materialistic most people don't believe in god or a higher power or more importantly like some consequences after you die if you're a fucking asshole. Like, that kept a lot of people in check for a long time. And you could say what you want about religion, but it did do that effectively. It it, it kept people in line. And now, with the the rise of materialism and this, this scientific fucking dictatorship that we live under, and just people who scoff at the idea of religion or a higher power, you know, these people who... You know, I don't know, man. They're fucking, they're just brainwashed by school and by college and by these fucking scientific people who they put out there to, to, and they elevate them to God's status and they, they spend a shitload of money on them to, um, give them these, these, uh, these campaigns. It's the same thing they would do for a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got these rappers who supposedly fucking pop up overnight. Because they get some hit on the internet or something. That's not the way it works, dude. You got a team of people behind them who are pulling strings and giving money to certain people to put them on their platform. And to like air their video and to give it more shine and give it a push and put it in front of more people. That's how it works. And they do the same shit with scientists. But only with certain scientists. Only the establishment scientists. You know, like Neil deGrasse Tyson and fucking... Carl Sagan and stuff, they always have to be the mechanistic materialism scientists. It'll never be a, a you'll never get the establishment to push forward people like, uh, people who who differ from that fucking traditional way of thinking, people who account for spirituality and, you know, the power of the mind and, and stuff like that, or religion or or whatever, you know because there are scientists who do that and make a compelling argument doing so. Um but it's just amazing, you know, so with the the degradation of society and people's morals kind of disappearing, you have to wonder if things get really desperate, which I think they will. You know, I think it's it's kind of inevitable now that that something like that happens with because if in the dollar goes up, Commodities are going to go up, food, fucking water, whatever, gas, housing. Things are going to be unaffordable to most people. And people are going to get desperate. And they're going to do fucked up shit to get what they need. So what can you do? I mean, you got to be prepared for this kind of stuff. It's like, hope for the best, pr- prepare for the worst. And, uh, you know, you may laugh at the preppers who are so crazy stocking up on all these things, but... The The possibility of things, of our standard of living rapidly declining is becoming, like, apparent. <laughs> that shit's going to happen, dude. It could very well happen at any moment. So, what can you do? I mean, hope stock up. Stock up on some food, some water, guns, bullets, seeds, things like that. Because who knows how bad it can get. Um, but in addition to that, minimize how much money you got going out. A lot of people overextend themselves financially and they're, they're paying for shit they don't need with money they don't have. And that's not a wise way to go about that. It's not a wise way to go about life. Debt is slavery. So if you're, if you got a thousand dollar car note and, uh, you know, for a car you drive two days a week or something, it's like and you're paying $500 insurance but you're only making 4 grand a month. Like dude, you can't afford that shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, if you got all that and then food fucking doubles, triples in price and you're paying $500 a week for groceries or something just for a couple people, like you you got to prepare for these scenarios and and kind of adjust accordingly and and figure out what it is that's important to you and what you need and don't need. Cause we've been so privileged for so long to be able to, um, you know, for things to go so smoothly in our society to, um, have this higher standard of living than other parts of the world. And I've been to parts of the world that are poor and it fucking sucks, man. (laughs) Like if people are desperate, they don't got, you know, I think it's, it's kind of a, a give and take thing because I think that they have stronger family ties and like they're more spiritual in a lot of these places, but it's a rough life, dude. in In some places where because there's no way to make money and shit. So, but and we haven't experienced that here in the West, and I think that could happen. So, you know, prepare accordingly. And let's listen to some music. How about some Freddie Fox? We're throwing it back to Freddie Fox. So tough, bumpy up. Yeah. Oh shit! Nineteen ninety
4: four. search for the cause. it's the answer in the 9 Millie's stuck in my drawers, Oh, is it coincidence the projects is full of blacks, and when you're black and trying to get ahead, they pull you back, we went from African kings to Martin Luther King, now they want to make us all Rodney kings, You they conspire to murder for hire, is the world just a big cup of water trying to douse the black fire, is it because I'm the man that you broke to this land, and rose above being labeled as a field head, I made hustle of trade in the ninth grade, figured out a way to get paid before I got laid, my hands in the cup, I got my grill guarded and I knuckle up, cuts real tough.
0: sky is falling. What can you do? So they're making all these poor decisions that are going to lead America down a shitty, a shitty road. But at the same time, it's interesting how everything that's happening and everywhere where this is leading has already been written down beforehand as where this powerful group of people wants to take this country and, and the world in general. They want to lower our standard of living. They don't want us to have cars. So that's perfect. You know, raise the cost of gas, make it so no one can fucking afford to drive, tax the shit out of it, outlaw gas engines and say it's climate change. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just the Hegelian dialectic at, at work. This is what they do. You create the problem. Uh, implement the solution uh, create the problem which results in a reaction and then you implement the solution that that you wanted to fucking put out there to begin with it's a uh, thesis antithesis synthesis that's that's the hegelian dialectic and this is what they use to control us so you know this this event with Russia and like the sanctions which are going to result in hyperinflation is going to reduce the standard of living for Americans and for the rest of Europe as well, I would believe. So, um, but I think it's all part of the plan. And, you know, maybe a lot of people will die. Maybe there will be a war. I don't know. But I fucking feel like it's all part of the plan and like Putin's in on it and everyone's in on it. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy. Meanwhile, what I think is more even more concerning is the technology that exists now to really go like full-fledged mind control over large segments of the population. And uh, the more I look into it and the more I study these types of technologies, things like nanotechnology and uh, being able to manipulate brains at a distance wirelessly through electromagnetic waves and stuff, the more convinced I am that this is a large portion of the the whole chemtrail operation, in addition to um, allowing for the operation of exotic weapons, like these directed energy weapons and stuff, because they do require an ionized atmosphere, and uh, what they spray in the sky does provide that. But they also spray weird little, like, nanotechnology, like these fucking GMO organisms that are, like, half fungus, half plant, half animal, half robot, and we're breathing them in, and they're changing us fundamentally. They're getting into us, and they're pretty much in everyone. Only some people have symptoms, and, and some people have them activated inside of them to where they can really be fucked with. Um, But we're seeing this, in conjunction with this, they're spraying the shit out of the sky all the time, at least where I'm at, and simultaneously they're erecting this infrastructure around us that has the ability to, to fuck with us wirelessly, to, to um, use these electromagnetic waves, these electromagnetic frequencies to manipulate us and to mess with our brains and to mess with us medically and mentally and some would even argue spiritually um so it's really crazy and you know this would be like the cell phone towers the 5g stuff the the who knows what they got in space the satellites and it's just really crazy where technology is right now and think about the technology that you have just in your cell phone and all the the crazy miraculous things you're able to do with your phone and we don't think twice about it and uh like Bluetooth and and Wi-Fi and things that would, nobody really knows how that works. Maybe if you work for a telecom industry, but most people we just use it and it just is what it is. But it's pretty crazy that you can like automatically send videos and pictures and you know information and call people to anywhere in the world instantly, just by linking up with this frequency and like like there's just this transmission of information. Well, as I was saying before, you got people like Elon Musk who are preparing us for doing this straight out of your brain and like having your brain hooked up with this Neuralink technology where you can just think of something and like it'll be transported over to somebody else, almost like telepathy. But they're going to do it with technology. And I'm sure they want to put, you know, implants in your eyes so you can just, uh, you know, record stuff through your eyeball I think they're already doing this with some people, honestly. And you got shows like Black Mirror who who kind of, I think they use these shows as predictive programming to kind of get people to accept the notion that this is where we're heading. <coughs> but it, it's really nuts. And um, you have events like 9-11, which if people properly understood 9-11, it would blow the lid off of this whole evil group of people and, and what they're trying to do because the World Trade Center complex was destroyed by like a Tesla death ray, like a, a weaponized free energy Tesla death ray directed energy weapon. And it's crazy because this technology that could have been used to provide free energy for the world, because energy exists around us in abundance, like unlimited everywhere. We don't have to be using oil or gas or coal or nuclear power to be producing energy, Nikola Tesla found a way to extract it from the ether for free. And everyone could be just having this free energy all the time. But they keep that under wraps because they wouldn't be able to control you. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't be making any money, and uh, they wouldn't be able to control you through these commodities like like they're doing right now. So uh, Judy Wood proved this in her book, Where Did the Towers Go? You can read it. It's an incredible book. She hasn't been active lately, I'd imagine, probably because people want to kill her, and she's kind of scared or something, you know, justifiably so. And then, beyond that, so, (laughs) you have this crazy advanced technology that can really be used for some scary, nefarious stuff, and it's in the wrong hands. We know the people who are in control of the world don't have our best interests at heart, Um but you know it's like i think this is a something that people have a tough time grasping or grappling with is how could people how could the people that rule the world be so evil and how could they want this and like cuz most people can't picture like killing somebody or killing a million people or you know just doing something evil or just doing an evil deed most people it's just not in their DNA it's not in their mind and they couldn't picture themselves doing that well the people who are really calling the shots they're not like most people they had a completely different upbringing they have different values they're they don't care about you and i know that might be hard to believe for some people who live in this fantasy world but it's just the way it is you know they're completely indifferent to your existence and um we could go beyond that and look at the spiritual influences. Because you, you you learn through these mystics, people like Rudolf Steiner and people like Gurchief and Blavatsky and people like Edgar Cayce that... Oh, and, and you can go into the ancient teachings, you know, of like the Kabbalah or fucking, you know, certain sects of Islam and, and Judaism and, and Christianity. They all kind of have similarities and and tell you about this other plane of existence that exists all around us and there's entities that exist within this plane and they're influencing us. They're trying to influence mankind for some reason and it's a spiritual influence and there's good spirits and there's bad ones. And I think in the the New Age movement that's been hijacked by by this group of people who, who want to rule the world and stuff, they've hijacked the New Age movement to get people to focus primarily on, like, the good spirits and that, you know, just positive vibes and everything will be okay and just meditation will all be good and stuff. And that's all fine and dandy. Those are good things, and they can be positive. But there's a couple of things wrong with that is – a lot of the times people who get super into that that type of stuff, the new age stuff, begin to forget that they exist in a material world and that they have shit to do here. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here in the first place. There's a reason you exist on this plane. You got something to do. There's some sort of progress that needs to be made and some sort of accomplishment that uh, you're here for. You know, you got, you got some, you got to learn something. You got to progress in some way and like, this material world isn't something you should just completely separate yourself from and just try to live in some fucking fantasy land. Because we're not there right now. We're living in a material world. Maybe there's a, you know, I, I do believe there's a spiritual force that underlies it. But you can't escape the fact that that we live in a real world where, you know, we're all influencing one another and there are bigger issues taking place that will affect the the lives of future souls and stuff, which is why it's important to know about these types of topics and to fucking know the right way to go and when you're being lied to. And, and that's why this is important, because it's not just about you. It's about everyone else, dude. It's about everyone else who will come into this plane and like, do you want it to be a fucking prison for them? like like a mental prison where they can't do anything and just have absolutely no freedom because that's the world that we're going into unless we stop it, unless we do something about it. And I it's just, it's beyond me that people fucking don't see the importance of this kind of shit. It, it's fucked up. And, um but you have people like Edgar Cayce and stuff who, who talked about, and if you don't know Edgar Cayce, he was this, he was a psychic. He was a psychic medium. He's the most... Well documented psychic medium in history, he did over fourteen thousand readings that are typed and recorded by a stenographer who was in the room with him and typed everything he said. Basically, he was able to connect with this this realm that is beyond the the physical material realm. Um, it's, it's like the the universal subconscious, the universal unconscious where everything that's ever happened exists and can still be found. And some people call it the Akashic Records. Um, I think Carl Jung called it the collective unconscious. And, uh, you know, different different um, sects of mysticism call it different things, but a lot of people have knowledge of this and know that there's some shit going on where it's like a universal mind or spirit or something where everything that's ever happened fucking is still there and you could tap into that information and find out about it. And Edgar Casey was able to do this. And he gave readings on a lot of uh, health stuff, trying to, to help people out with issues that they were having medically. And he did it successfully for, for many, many people. I had, had all kinds of experiments done on him too from doctors and, and stuff like that. He met with presidents, he met with Harry Houdini, he met with Nikola Tesla, I think Thomas Edison as well, and, uh, you know, spiritual people would come from India to, like, meet up with this guy and just try to impart some wisdom to him because he had this incredible gift, and the guy had a rough life, you know, he never, he wouldn't ask for money from people, he just wasn't in it for that. He wasn't like a fraud, like some of these people who are claiming to be psychics now. Nowadays, are you know they're just after money or something. This guy wasn't about that. He just wanted to help people. He was very religious, very devoted. Uh, he was a Christian, but a lot of his ideas that he obtained through his work, um, kind of didn't align with the traditional. Christianity that we follow these days because a lot of stuff has been taken out of the Bible. It's been um it's been messed with and uh, certain chapters and and stories and stuff have been deleted. So another thing that Casey would talk about was ancient societies. And his most popular one that that people like to talk about is Atlantis. And and basically the story is there was a long time ago tens of thousands of years ago maybe hundreds of thousands of years ago there was this great nation called Atlantis and they were very technologically advanced they had all kinds of crazy gizmos and um apparently there was two groups of people who wanted two different things and there was like kind of a good group and a bad group and, you know like a good versus evil type of thing And um, basically these guys got into a war and they they had really advanced technology. And what happened was they destroyed themselves. And this whole nation like just disappeared beneath the waves. And this is what Plato talked about because Plato was the historical figure who um, originally talked about Atlantis. He's like the first guy to talk about him 5,000 years ago. But there were all these legends of this this ancient race of people and this ancient civilization that was really advanced. And then one day just was wiped off the face of the earth. And there's this place they call the Hot Zone, which is located over by the Bermuda Triangle down there um, off the coast of Florida, where they find these strange ancient, these strange things. Whoa, hello, hello. Damn, my mic just did something super weird. Um, there's this place by the Bermuda Triangle where people claim to find stuff like ancient ruins, like ancient, um, pyramids and stuff. And there's this place called the Bimini Road off of the island of Bimini where, where people are finding these, um, what look like remnants of an ancient city. So, uh, it's just interesting to look into the work of Casey and and people like Gurdjieff and and Steiner who who talk about these ancient civilizations and the spiritual influences behind them and then look at where we're at right now and then like you got to think to yourself, man, are we just repeating the same mistakes as before? And 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 then you could even get into of a, a farther out way of thinking where you where you start to think Man, maybe it's even the same people who existed in Atlantis have now been reincarnated, and are here now doing the same thing. You know, it's it's really crazy. Um, just interesting stuff to think about. It, but uh, like I would recommend looking into the work of Edgar Cayce. It really, really opened my mind to a lot. And the guy is just—he was a genuine guy, and um, he really did all this stuff. So. It's fascinating stuff and um just crazy to think of hopefully you know that's why we do this work you know people who who are interested in the truth and stuff is because there is a big there's a big event going on and I think we should be doing our best to um be on the good side and uh try to prevent this catastrophic thing from happening and and make the world a better place. Ultimately, that's what it's all about. And uh, knowledge is wisdom. Knowledge is power. You know, the truth does matter. Love is light. Love is lit. I'm going to leave you there. We'll go, uh, we'll head off with some big pun. Till next time, peace out.
5: So deep in Christ, sick, my soul. Please tell me with price to pay to make it whole. Take control. I make it though, but not enough to blow. J.O.'s, they lost my flow, but they, yo, I don't trust the soul. Soul, I know we need to. These evil streets to meet you halfway and eat you. I live trying to survive, believe you. i leave you lost, mount you on the cross, with you like a horse. Sacrifice your life to a higher force. and i storm the your corpse. This the Bronx, of course. Recognize the accent, one of the last living, still in action. General assassin. Catching any rack, blasting any tax, smashing any chest, passing any tax. Charles Manson in the flash, any left. You punch before you meet your So would your people wake up Shaking up a storm like a wake Baker i take you straight to hell to fill your heart with hate and Incarcerate your fate in Satan's fiery lake Then I lock the gate Make no mistake, this shit is real as Joe We follow the killers cold When we come for you, tell me where will you go Nowhere to run high to find you as silence. your springs And even if you kill me, you'll still be in your fucking dreams You ain't a killer, you still learning how to walk From New York to Cali, all the real niggas carry chalk Walking for death, won't even talk that East-West rap or we'll watch the left racket they where you're from, this bitch has yes. made a grave mistake Shouldn't have come here, you changed your fate Your brains will make the debut on the table when I raise the stakes The pain is great, but only for a second It starts strong, the lessons, yes, when you rest in the, the Armageddon Sets in, left him a so much stress, yes. bless them with no regrets yes. Welcome to hell, sign the threshold of death Face the, the, the serpent, I blaze your person, you get ace for certain Even takes no trace to work from close the case the hurt. I'm hurting, head severely, really trying to bring the pain There's nothing more satisfying than when you crying, screaming my name It's not a game, it's purple rain, floods of blood. Things. Big ones, my thug's name, busting my guns, that's my, that's my love I Slip your chunk vein and snatch your Adam's apple. Draw Madden tackle your corpse, to hoist it on the cross at the tabernacle. That'll have to hurt I work your body till it bursts and burst through vida. Like a through heavy efforts, I'm worse than anything you ever been through. Sick in the head and mental, essentially meant to be. The Soul threat and you When you awaken, your manhood to be taken. Fakin' like you Satan when I'm the rhyming abomination. You ain't a killer, you're still learning how to walk. From New York to Cali, or the real niggas, Gary Chalk. You for death won't even talk that he's the best crap from watch the left rack It ain't where you are from, it's where you got You ain't a killer, you still learning how to walk From New York to Dallas, you the real niggas now we talk More you for death won't even talk that he's the best crap from watch the left rack It ain't where you are from, it's where you, you got It's hard to analyze which guys are spies be advised People, we recognize who lies It's all in the eyes, she go, we read him and see him for what they are These are undercover cars, taking my picture like I'm a fucking star I'm up to par, my game is in, in a smash It's time for making in the stash. Last but First name and last, ask anybody if my men are rowdy. Give me the meanie shot of your body, your nigga for a penny probably I'm obligated to anything if it's related. If it's shine, I'll take it, still in my prom and I finally made it I hate the fact that I'm the last addition Rompiest ass magician, could have went to college and been the mathematician Bad decisions kept me out the game Now I'm strictly out for cream, doing things to fiends I doubt you ever dreamed, dream. my team's the meanest thing you ever seen Measured by the heavens, kings down to the devil's me I never screamed so loud, I'm proud to be alive Almost heads stop at 25. I catch you quick. read to five. So be advised the street's full of surprises. It's not what fools the lovers. When the survivors who's the wise sights, I mean, you ain't a killer, you still learning how to walk. From New York to Cali, All the real niggas carry chalk. Walk you for death, won't even talk that he's the rest crap, and watch the left rack. It ain't where you're from, it's where you got. You ain't a killer, you still learning how to walk. From New York to Cali, All the real niggas carry chalk. Walk you for death, won't even talk that he's the West crap and watch the left rack. It ain't where you're from, it's where you got. You ain't a killer, 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 ain't a killer.